Welcome to Let It Be Easy with Susie Moore. I have been watching Evan Carmichael's YouTube videos for years. <laughs> I love how he cares so much about the fact that us as human beings don't believe in ourselves enough. And it is his mission to help us believe in ourselves more fully by creating such powerful, free, consistent content for us. On YouTube, he has over three and a half million subscribers, hundreds of millions of views. And I wanted to bring Evan onto the show to ask him what he's gathered from doing all of this research in the personal development field, having spoken to so many incredible authors, experts, entrepreneurs about the secrets to their success. And I think that you'll enjoy our conversation today. Evan is to the point. He's honest. He cares deeply about people. And I hope that maybe you'll leave this interview feeling inspired, feeling as if more is possible for you. And best of all, the timing could not be better on the brink of a new year. So I give you Evan Carmichael. Evan Carmichael, what a joy to have you on the Let It Be Easy podcast. Welcome, welcome. Let's go, Susie. Excited <laughs> to be here. Evan, you say that you want to solve the world's biggest problem, which is that people don't believe in themselves enough. Mm -hmm. Why is this so important to you? I think ultimately your purpose comes from your pain. So I think whatever you struggle the most with is the thing that you want to help other people through. And uh, my biggest problem has and is still a lack of belief to do the next thing. And... Uh, I want to try to help other people not struggle and suffer as much as I did when I got started. And I think ultimately that's um, what we all want. Like this show is called Let It Be Easy because mm -hmm. presumably at some point you faced a lot of stuff that wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. And now we want to make it easier for other people. I mean, that's what making the world a better place looks like. And so we've all had our own uh, version of uh, trauma or stress or problems or frustration. And as we work our way through them when we learn a little bit, we want to try to make the path that much easier for other people behind us. So mm -hmm. I think we all have our own version of it. And ultimately, your purpose comes from your pain. I agree. And like you, I love, love, love to consume self-help and study successful people. You've got so much research. You've really done the work in this area. If I had to ask you, what are the three most common core traits or just three common core traits that you see in some of the most successful people you observe, what would three of those traits be? Uh, the first one is belief. So we're coming back to that word. Like they believe that they can even when they shouldn't, you know, it's like mm. the people that we, at least that I look up to the most are the people who like, well, how could they do it? They're, like, there's no logical, their, their background, where they come from, where the school they went to, like, how did they do it? It's just, they shouldn't. And yet, but they do. Why? Because they believe that they could, right? A lot of it is just the belief that you can escape your environment and do something completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, the second is they just got started. Mm. So many people just don't start. They just don't take the first step. They 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 overthink and overanalyze and overprepare and overplan and just never get started. Mm -hmm. And successful people, a lot of dummies are winning off of you know your <laughs> idea because yeah. they just started it because they just started doing the thing and you're still thinking about doing the thing. And so successful people just start. Um, and then the third thing I think was just, they just have the conviction to keep going mm. and they follow through. And 
a, a lot of entrepreneurs will like start and stop and start and stop and start and stop. It's like you're on top of the world. Like, yes, mm-hmm. that's why I do this. And then the next day, like, what happened to that boldness and that courage and that it's gone? Mm-hmm. And that's when we quit on things or we take long breaks in between doing yeah. our, we're just not consistent enough on the thing and successful people are. So they believe in themselves, they start and they stay consistent. Oh, so good. And isn't that such a relief too, Evan, that it's not being exceptionally good looking, having fancy parents, having a fancy education. It's not all of those things that you might guess or one might assume is the reason. It's these things which we can all work on. We can work on our beliefs, right? We can just get started. Anyone, if if they're willing, can learn how to be consistent to really fire up that conviction within them. That's always such a relief to me to hear these. And I agree with you. (laughs) I agree with you. And, you know, one thing I'd love to ask you is around the role of perfection, because I know that you have struggled with this, with perfectionism. What role does perfection play in your life now? Uh, I'm sure it still shows up. I think of all the things that I've I've uh, had to struggle and overcome. Like I still think belief is is my biggest problem. Lack of belief to get to the next step. I believe in what I have done that I can do again. Mm-hmm. But to get to the next step mm-hmm. is lack of belief. Perfectionism. Um, I lost a forty million dollar deal when I was twenty two because I was trying to be perfect. And ever since then, I I think I've just had to train myself to go from idea to action. Mm-hmm. So you get an idea and you do it. Idea, do it. Like. Trust the great ideas flow through you. And when you get that first idea, you just take action and get started. So uh, I shortcut my brain out of the situation. Mm. Like because I came up with the idea, therefore I must do it. Uh, and so it just, I just go and I create. And sometimes it leads to amazing things. Sometimes it leads to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it almost never that I can think of leads to some like disaster moment that, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. or I let somebody down or mm-hmm. um, I lower the threshold to get started, uh, which also lowers the, the threshold of risk. And so you just go and you make. And when it comes to belief, you know, you're saying that belief is still the area where you do the most work and where you'd most like to, I guess, uh, expand more with more confidence. What do you do like day to day to expand your beliefs in a way that can really, can really makes moves a needle for you versus just, you know, maybe affirmations or I can do it. Like what, what works for you? Um, I haven't had a lot of success with affirmations or incantations <laughs> or just the, uh, the mantra stuff. Mm-hmm. Not that it, it just hasn't worked for me, not trying to be prescriptive. Mm-hmm. There are two things that really help me. First is a connection to the work that I'm doing. So uh, every morning I'll go outside. Uh, it's good. It's good in general to get sunlight on your face in the first, you know, 20 minutes of waking up. Yeah. Uh, if you want to sleep well, that's a whole other area we can dive into if you want. But um, in that going outside, I will share a message with my audience and I'll just go to Instagram and I'll share a quick message. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do um, Instagram DMs and I will respond with video. And somebody might say, hey, thank you for that comment, or they have a question or whatever, and I will always send video responses back to people. And there's nothing there's nothing special. I'm outside. Like The microphone may not be fantastic. I'm in Canada. It's cold. There's wind. <laughs> um, I just woke up. I got lines on my face. Like It's not, it's not pretty <laughs> uh, and definitely not perfect. But in these 8 to 15 second videos that I send people, it, one they're super appreciative like yeah. oh my gosh nobody's ever nobody's ever sent me a video response thank you so much mm-hmm. 
And two, it connects me back to why I do what I do. Because numbers are one thing. Um, but if you say I have three and a half million subscribers on YouTube, cool. Like, well, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, what does that mean? But here talking to you, Susie, is like, oh, here's somebody who connects to the message. Like, that's the work that actually makes you feel like what you're doing is important. Yeah. And so how do we structure that? You know, you, people can't call Susie every morning for a little <laughs> boost. Uh, unless that's a new service you're offering, I don't know, maybe. Um, but through the video DMs to people, it connects me back. I call it my believe walk. It connects me back to what I'm doing and why it's so important. Because no matter how great, today is great, talking to you, awesome. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and it's like I'm starting over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what day is it? Why am I here? What am I working mm-hmm. on? Oh, believe walk. Okay. And that gets me ready to go for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that helps me in terms of believing in bigger things and pushing myself more is, is my own content. Um, not me, but when I do profiles and mashups and showcasing Steve Jobs or Elon Musk or Oprah Winfrey or whoever it is, it's a push for me to want to play a bigger game. And so if you, uh, we've all gone to events or watched the video or listened to a podcast that got us inspired to to take action, I want to habitualize that. So it's part of my everyday routine so that every day I'm around uh, Steve Jobs or Oprah Winfrey or Elon Musk or whoever, and it forces me to want like, why am I why am I playing small here? Like, let's play a bigger game. So those two things, like the the believe walk and the Instagram video messages, connects me to the audience and like why I do matters to at least one person at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the being around inspiring people, even just virtually, yeah. uh, makes me want to believe in a bigger vision for myself. Isn't it pretty fun that your job is uh, working in the self-help realm and doing all this research? I mean, <laughs> like the part two of your question, what a joy and a privilege, right? To focus on people who are getting really cool results and learning from them. Yeah. I mean, it's been great. Uh, completely unanticipated where like people say, how did you know? Like, I didn't know. I just started making content. Like I started this in 2009. Yeah. Took me five years to get two thousand subscribers, something like that. I don't remember. It's like I, I was not growing quickly. Mm. Um, and now, you know, Tony Robbins is one of the first people we profiled, and now he's he's been on the channel three or four times and yeah. invited me to his events. And so, so it's cool that some of these people now, um, I'm on different levels of connection. Some are friends, some are connections, some I still have yet to meet. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool when you hang around long enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's but it's possible. I'm an introvert, shy guy from toronto canada just making videos right like Mm -hmm. it's if i can do it anybody else can (laughs) you know what um evan it's interesting because you know a lot of people say to me well you know i've tried the thing and it doesn't work so you said you know it took a a long time to grow your following i've seen you share your numbers there was a real incline after a point but look it wasn't easy those first few years making videos is anyone watching i know that feeling what would you say to someone who it feels like they're doing all the work like, and maybe they have been, maybe it's been three or four years of doing the work and they're staying faithful. So believing, taking the action, being consistent, but the results aren't there. What would your advice be to, to someone in that position? So a couple of things. One, um, you can look at somebody else's story for inspiration. Mm-hmm. So you can go back. I post my, my graphic. It's on the website. Yep. If you go to you look at Bevan Carmichael, go to my homepage and scroll a little bit, you'll see every year since I started the growth and year one was 25 subscribers, Mm -hmm. you know, like most people in year one are already ahead of me. Year five was 2000 subscribers. So like five years, I'm at 2000 subscribers. So you're probably already had, if your goal is to get on YouTube and grow your channel, you're probably already ahead of me. You know, Mm -hmm. it took me five years to get there. You're probably ahead of me if you're (laughs) 2000. And so a lot of times people will take a picture of that 
and uh, mm. they'll they'll tag me on different social media to say I'm beating you, Evan. I'm in year four, and I'm already at whatever. He's like, that's great, <laughs> and I bet you're happy for them. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, like let's go. Come on. Yeah. You know, so having uh, I was not the overnight success, right? Yeah. Um, so being able to model the people who have have done the thing and look at their story mm -hmm. that's one of the things i found the most inspiring is that like you have to go back what i care about is how did whoever insert your favorite role model how did they how did they get their first deal how did they get their first million you know how how whoever elon musk makes an extra million dollars now like it doesn't matter but mm -hmm. how did he get started what was zero to one and there's a lot of lessons you can learn in that mm -hmm. and so switching up um your heroes and really looking at the stories behind them i find at least really helpful and I, I that graph mm -hmm. i was more embarrassed by it. <laughs> guys i suck so much <laughs> and people said i showed it one time on an interview or podcast or something yeah. and the person said, wow that's really inspiring like really yeah like okay and i shared it and then people loved it okay so every year now i just share how well i'm doing on youtube but mm -hmm. how well now three and a half million to whatever like that yeah. doesn't matter it's the gig inspired by the early start and how long and how slow it took and that you're probably already beating me. Mm. Um, and so being a, around the people who are doing the thing keeps you more in the thing. So mm -hmm. who are you following on Instagram? Who are you following on YouTube? What podcast do you listen to? Mm -hmm. Are they the people who are doing the thing that you want to do? Mm -hmm. Because if they're not, then you're you're most likely going to quit because it's really hard to be the only person in your... Because chances are at home, nobody's doing what you're doing. Your friends, your family, your parents, like nobody that you grew up with wants to do the thing that you're doing mm -hmm. or is doing it. So they think you're crazy. Even if they're supportive, <laughs> mm -hmm. they think you're crazy mm -hmm. and they love you, hopefully, mm -hmm. but they don't have any advice really to share for uh, you. Yeah. Um, and so like how you get an inspiration, you need to be around it constantly, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, changing who you, who you connect with and follow, I think is important. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing I would say is you make sure you just love the process and you love the work. Mm -hmm. Like not that you love you love the end result of helping people or whatever it is, but you have to actually love the process. Mm -hmm. So I love making videos, mm -hmm. even though I'm introverted and shy and don't know anything about gear or cameras or tech. I just, I love the idea of making videos because I'm a visual learner mm -hmm. and I love the idea of being able to help other people. Mm -hmm. If you can launch a podcast, you know, like you've got here, like you better enjoy talking to people. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if you don't enjoy talking to people and you're doing an interview podcast, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure because there's people who love doing that thing. So you better love it. And I always just focus on who I was serving. Mm. You know, the fact that 25 people subscribed to my channel, you know, that's pretty cool in the first year. That's 25 people who maybe for one person, the video I made was life changing. Mm. You know, if you're, if you're going to go give a speech to 25 people, you're probably going to be nervous and yeah. excited. And it's like, wow, 25 people came out to hear me talk. Yeah. Uh, but for whatever reason, when it's online, we think of it as it's not good enough. Yeah. And uh, the who you're not game never ends. You know, like who you who you're not. The well, if I have three and a half million, why is it not four or four and a half? Yeah, Evan. Six, why isn't it four and a half? You know, or twelve. <laughs> you know, or fifteen. Like, yeah. why am I not? Why am I not there? Yeah. And that's 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 good. Like, I that, that's I'm ambitious. I want to get there. Trust me. Yeah. Um. And at the same time, uh, being being connected to and grateful for who you are like you're actually having an impact mm. whether you're serving 25 people or 100 people or a thousand people that when you see that number we instantly think oh failure as opposed to saying well maybe for those 50 people who saw your post for one person maybe that's a life-changing post and i've seen it happen enough from people who then come back like years later to say that post or that video that you made 
really shifted my life. Like that one, like nobody liked that one. <laughs> That's the one that changed your life is crazy, right? But you don't know until they tell you. Mm. Um, so just assume that for one, per- one person listening to this, this might be the life-changing episode mm-hmm. for them. Of all of Susie's episodes, this might be the one that- It's you. <laughs> That connects that connects the well yeah. it's us. That connects yes. the dots, right? Yeah. Um so anyway, that that's those are some of the ways. No, I love that. I mean, I think that sometimes people quit or they think, oh, this isn't working out, you know, because it's the who I'm not game. Evan's got three and a half million, which is why it's so generous that you share your numbers. I always love it when there's transparency on that level because we would just look at you. Someone would look at you and go, wow, he's so connected. He's famous. All these famous people know him and love him. I'm just, you know, a, a, a lady in a apartment somewhere, like trying to figure it out, there is no point. <laughs> or I tried it for six months and I and, and, and nothing is happening. But that's really, reckons, isn't it funny, Evan, how, because I've heard you say this too, like the, uh, the, the unsexy nature of the things that really like move the needle. It really is just the routine, like <laughs> keeping it rolling, but the consistent side of it. Uh, it's not always glamour, glamour <laughs> behind the scenes, actually, rarely. What do you, uh, what qualities in yourself do you say that would you would you say that you're most um that you that you've cultivated that you're pleased with um helping people i think is the biggest like the just a genuine desire to want to help people and see them win Mm. and i had to combat being my greatest fear is also disappointing people Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like the greatest skill and quality is helping people and the greatest fear is disappointing people that i would show up and do an interview and and completely tank or somebody would pay me to speak on stage and I would suck and people would want their money back or whatever the voices are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I don't know that that's, that's even anything special. Like I think everybody wants to help people. Mm-hmm. We just don't know how and we don't lean into it and we don't feel worthy or capable or yeah. the process. But I think everybody wants to wake up and feel like they're going to do something that's going to matter mm-hmm. to somebody else today. I all I always feel Evan when I watch your content that you really are rooting for everybody. I really and even this is interesting. You even respond to your unkind comments. Um. Or you have in the past. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. I mean, I think everybody gets a comment, and I and I. I mean, we try. I mean, there's so many comments now. Yeah. I, I hired like a full time person who's doing comments, and she does most of the good ones, and I see the negative ones. <laughs> and um, you know, we don't get that many negative comments. Uh, it's surprising how many people still, I guess, would leave with negative. Con- like, it's only yeah. belief. It's only positivity. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no scandalous content really in what we're putting out. Yeah. There's no swear words as you know, mm-hmm. uh, but there's still some people who will, will hate on it. And so this also speaks to the pain that they're in. I think yes. that's one thing that helps is recognizing that if somebody's going to come and leave a nasty comment on your video, like how painful of a life do they have to have right now? Mm-hmm. Not in a way that like, Oh, I'm so much better than them and they suck, but just, they're in a lot of pain. Like if the highlight of their day is coming and leaving a nasty comment on your video, mm-hmm. how much pain do they have to be in on the day? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even yesterday, yesterday we did one of our biggest screw ups, I think maybe in our history of <gasps> posting content. So this, Same this is a, yeah, this is great. <laughs> so on Instagram, we've, so I've got 43 people on my team. Okay. I don't, I, we're posting, we post four times a day to YouTube, just to the English channel. We've got a Spanish channel, a Russian channel, Instagram, TikTok, like it's, wow. it's crazy. So TikTok, we're posting, sorry, Instagram, we're posting three times a day. And um, there was a post that went up yesterday that was not on brand at all. Um, not like 
derogatory or anything, but just not believe, like not on brand. Mm. And um, I didn't see it. I didn't see it before it goes up. Uh, my wife, Nina, saw it. I was in a call mm. and she saw it and she deleted the post when it went up. And uh, we got some nasty comments on that post, but mm. you know, I guess now it's gone because we deleted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one woman wrote to me and she's like, let me get right to the point and just laid into me for the for the post. And that's like, ah, like I hate disappointing people. So it's always the worst. Yeah. Um, and and I'm I made a couple of videos for her just to to not excuse, but to explain and say this. And ultimately, like, ah, yes, it's like it's my fault. I hired the person who hired the person yeah. that made that call. And that's absolutely on us. And I agree, this doesn't represent the brand and what we're trying to put out. And you know, if you look over 13 years of making content, this is not historically what we do. And I apologize if it frustrated you and um and hurt you and uh, i'm sorry and then i sent another video to say and, and i want to thank you for reaching out because most people don't stand up for the beliefs that they had because i'm sure there are other nasty comments on that video and you're the only one who wrote to me and i appreciate you taking a stance for what you believe in and trying to make the world a better place and i'm just sitting at my dinner room table like i'm not it's not fancy just in my kitchen post a video and um, yeah, and she wrote back and like it completely changed the tone of of um, how she perceived, I guess, the conversation. And sometimes it's just people are triggered mm-hmm. um, or sometimes you make a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I think almost anything is solvable. You know, like you make a mistake, just say you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And with uh, somebody coming at, like the amount of people who we've turned around too, but people come, if you give love to someone who's really negative, it's shocking how often it actually comes back around. Like when people then come back the next day and say, you know what? I was like, I was in a really bad spot yesterday and I went a little too far. I apologize. Mm -hmm. Um, That happens very frequently. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to figure out how to actually, with all the, you know, negativity and sensationalism in the news, trying to figure out how to, how to bridge the gap a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I'm trying with my Instagram posts with like showing articles and stuff behind me. And I'm not really into news Mm -hmm. um, or I don't really follow it, but mm-hmm. it could really help spread more positivity because I think there's a lot of negativity right now. Mm-hmm. And I think the job of thought leaders and experts um, is to be the lighthouse in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't figured out fully how to do it, but <laughs> I'm not trying to be perfect. I'll You're see just, it well just, along the way there, Evan. I mean, just, two, just starting. <laughs> two things that you just you know illustrated for me. I just thought we're, I'm just so happy that we're all going to be listening to this. The first is like a real leadership. So not passing the buck, like, Hey, look, even if someone on the team did something, it it stops with you, right? You're, it's, you're the head of the team. And by saying to that lady, you know, well, I had the person and this was the process or whatever, uh, just the, the leadership there. And then also there's such a humility, I think. And, you know, only love is real, it says, and of course, the miracles, right? So when you're matching someone's disdain or someone's contempt, and even just a, a moment, their off moment, when you're meeting that with love, uh, that might even be described as holy, Evan, like the act itself. I'm, I'm, you know, working on accepting compliments. So thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, to her, like she was right on the first one. Yeah. It was completely right. Uh, so. Yeah. Then it's just, can you apologize for the mistakes that you or your team made? So like, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I hired the guy who hired the guy, mm-hmm. but like that's still ultimately on me. And the point isn't to make an excuse, but just to explain what happened and why we removed it. 
Um, and I, and my wife removed it. And like, I'm proud while I was on a call, right? Like, it's yeah. great. I didn't even see the post that went up at all. Yeah. I didn't see it before it got off. I didn't see it when it was deleted. Mm-hmm. It all happened without, you. you know, in a couple hours. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, okay, I'm going to re- like, I'm going to remove it while Evan's doing an interview. It's like, good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, a lot of times it's just communication. And honestly, uh, I think people are a lot more alike. you know, everybody, everybody wants to serve. I think people are fundamentally good. Uh, mm-hmm. everybody has been through pain and trauma and we're, almost wearing it on our sleeves and almost hyper reactive to the, the people and situations around us. Like also her turning up like that is not just me. Right. I mean, that's mm-hmm. gotta be, mm-hmm. she's, she's been fighting. She's been fighting for this stuff and she's been seeing other people post and I got mm-hmm. kind of lumped in there. It's, and mm-hmm. you know, so it's not just one-off things. Yeah. People are bringing her whole history with them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so easy to, re- it's so easy to forget, isn't it? Because in the moment where we most want to like fight or like lash out, it's in the moment when often the other person is mo- in most need of some compassion. It, even though it's the last thing we want to give whenever we feel attacked or someone comes at us, it feels like <gasps> we want to defend ourselves. But in that moment, like the real, the real call is for love, like in that moment. So if you can give it, it's a really rare thing. It's a, it's, it's a rare thing that I've appreciated hearing today. I've got one more question for you, Evan, Okay. if you have time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, if you had a group of say 16 year olds in front of you, right. And you could only say one or two sentences, right. And they would remember these words, they would keep these words with them. No pressure now. Uh, but you know, we have a traditional educational system. We, we, a lot of it is bypassed. If you could speak to a group of young people who have positive intentions, who want to go out there in the world and make their mark, what would your advice or your words be for them? Yeah. When I'm, when I'm, um, answering questions, I always, or when I'm giving advice, I always like making it contextual. Mm -hmm. So I'd much rather answer questions than just speak. Mm -hmm. So even a show like this, like I'm I'm just bouncing off of the questions you're giving me, Mm -hmm. right? It's supposed like I have to come and say this thing. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't have that opportunity, because I would love to say, Hey, what are you, what are you struggling with? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd love to hear what they're actually going through and then answer more contextually. Mm -hmm. But if Mm -hmm. like, I don't get to see them or they're all mute or they can't write or I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it's not, a, not you're, in the you're rules. Drop that, down on stage from space. Yeah, speak. It's yeah. not, <laughs> not in the rules that, that Susie's laying out for us. Uh, then the message has to be believe. Mm. Believe that you can. Believe that it's possible. Believe that someone like you can do it and believe that it will work out. Believe, believe. And then finally, Evan, on the Let It Be Easy podcast, what's one thing you do each day or at least consistently that allows your life to be easier? I think the believe walk, mm. you know, getting outside every day and connecting back to why I'm doing the thing that I'm doing by sending video messages to people. Um, that's one of the most important things that I do and makes me realize that because when you feel like your work matters, you feel like you matter. And um, that makes me feel like I matter every day. <sighs> Evan, 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 thank you so much. What a delicious conversation. I wish you well. I hope we stay in touch and I hope you'll come back. I have so many more questions for you, as you can probably what, tell. What what episode number is this for you? Uh, 200 and it'll be in the 80s. 280s. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, I've, I've released daily episodes since I launched in March. Oh, wow. That's fast. Yes. Okay. When, you, when you get to 500, we'll come back. Oh, yes. Let's have some fun. I'll have your questions ready. You know it. I, I want to be number 500. So when you're getting close, <laughs> uh, 
Tell my assistant and we'll, we'll figure out a time Yeah, and we'll celebrate 500 together. Yes, that would be wonderful. Evan, thank you so much. Until next time. Thanks, Susie. <laughs> Bye-bye. Take care. Hey, friend. I've got something really cool for you. I want to give you free access to my signature course called Slay Your Year, which typically sells for $997. You can check it out, all the details at slayyouryear.com. All you have to do to get access is leave me a review, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, take a snapshot of it and send it to info at suzy-more.com. That's info at suzy-more.com and we'll get you set up with access.